Fresh Takes Day here on FingerLakes1.com. Paul Russo and Nick Felice here with you as always. Nick, uh, happy Wednesday. Good week so far for you. I know came up here and you, much like me, uh, we aren't liking the sudden shift of weather post-Halloween. No, uh, it's uh, November's cold. Yeah, yeah. This is a very cold start to November. But you missed the Tuesday podcast. Remember when it used to be a Tuesday podcast? At 10 p.m. <laughs> 10 p.m., prime time. <laughs> At least it's warm in here now. It used to be cold in the other room there. Yeah, my, but I've heard, my you know, new office, you work yeah. out of there. I heard it's uh, warm now. Yeah, we have the same, you know, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll do a little bit behind baseball right here, actually, next. I'll do, I'll do that nice studio shot here. I'll point up above to where the neon is, and you see that awesome Central Air-esque unit. I have one of those down in my office as well. Provides some nice cool air in the summer, and during times like these, some fantastic warm air. So you can't see uh, me behind the point. We survive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you kind of can. You got your leg right there. You know. Yeah, you know. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I didn't anticipate waking up to see snow on my car this morning. I can, yeah, I'll put it to you that way. A couple flurries this morning too. Yeah. So, either way. Hey, while you're, while you're grabbing that drink, Nick, I will handle some podcast business, if that's all right with you. <coughs> yeah. You, oh, you're good over there? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we'll thank Generations Bank. Generations Bank has been serving the financial needs of the Finger Lakes region since 1870. Generations combines the best of modern banking with dedication to our local communities. Whether you're looking for a checking account, CDs, home improvement loan, you name it, we have what you need. We are committed to serving and giving back to our community. So you can visit us online at mygenbank.com, Generations Bank, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. And Chichino's Pizzeria and Restaurant. You can visit Chichino's Pizzeria and Restaurant at their original Waterloo location or the all-new renovated location in Geneva. Dine-in, take-out, delivery, catering, and banquets. Order online at chichinos.com. Live, laugh, and eat well. It's the Italian way. You want to know what I place in Geneva too? It's nice. You want to know what I could really go for? Nice little buffalo chicken calzone, warm me right up. Maybe a little greens and beans action. Oh, so good. So yeah, they could, could the get, location there in Geneva, right next to my office too. On the old, uh, on the old Rite Aid building over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. really are. You are like hop, skipping a jump away from the new location over Literally, there. Literally, go out the back door and you're right there. How about that? Look at you. You get lucky over there. How about that? So, uh, yeah, let's talk some NFL. Uh, week eight in the books. Uh, kind of crazy to think we get through the – Two months in. Kind of crazy. We get through the early window of games this weekend on Sunday. We're officially halfway through the season. Um, look, admittedly, I think all the main headlines through the NFL happened after the games were played, more or less. That happens sometimes, and we'll obviously get to those. But I think the main takeaway from this weekend is just kind of further proof in the NFL any given Sunday, right? I think we we exit week eight, and it's kind of crazy. We were sitting here three weeks ago, four weeks ago, talking about how it's like San Fran and Philly and kind of everybody else, you know, maybe Kansas City – Buffalo on, on the AFC side of things still. And as I sit here, in my opinion, Nick, I have no idea who the hell is actually the best team in the NFL anymore. I have no idea who is the actual favorite. N- <coughs> none of it. Yeah. Because San Fran, obviously, has now lost again this weekend. Philly has not looked great the past couple weeks. They've won, but they haven't looked great. Kansas State loses to Denver, for example. Buffalo finally gets back in the win column really is any given Sunday in my opinion yeah 
that's what's what well, that's what you want, I think, in a sport is right. a bunch of question marks. You don't know who's gonna win. You don't want like you know, given wins and easy matchups, but uh you know, I think it yeah, it just shifts a lot. I mean, injuries have to deal with that. Niners are going through a lot of injuries right now. Um Kansas City, I just they need another receiver. They didn't get one though. Deadline's passed. Yeah. They never got a receiver. I mean they got they got Hardman, but not the not kind of the number one that we've kind of collectively have thought that they kinda of need. So that's a big know? question mark going forward. Yeah. Um Broncos country, let's ride. Uh you're sick. <laughs> Jacksonville's starting to play well. They have not lost since they came back from London. They also went undefeated in London, so I think they're also they, on a bye week this week. <laughs> I think they won five in a row. Yeah, they're playing well. Cincinnati's starting to play well. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh finally came down to earth. Yep. Uh, and Baltimore's playing well. Mm-hmm. Baltimore's just really boring to me. Well, Baltimore's issues. I mean, obviously, this is maybe not what we're exactly talking about here, but you talk about probably going out and needing to maybe tweak something at the deadline, and nobody kind of talked about them, and they didn't do anything. And I'm sitting here going like. You really go trust Gus Edwards with 70 yards each game being the answer, huh? And because, like, look, Zay Flowers, obviously very good, but they, they, tried, to, they tried to retool that wideout core with Odell, and no, nothing has kind of worked there, really. I, that's why I can't, like, hop on them, really, either right now. I mean, their defense is all right. They're the, what I call in the NFL serviceable enough that they can win you a championship if they needed to. And that's where they kind of sit. Obviously, I think Carolina is going to get on a roll here and oh, start gosh. winning some games. Um, you were correct in that one, by the way. <laughs> but no, I, I think we need to give my brother some some uh, love here. I, the Seahawks yeah, yeah. are playing well. Are they uh, top three in the conference? I don't know. I mean, I still would like to think the Niners are in there. Uh-huh. The Eagles are obviously yeah. in there. Ugh. And um. Arr. Could be the Lions. Yeah. But I, I was kind of thinking about that. Give them a little love. Seahawks did beat the Lions, so maybe you had to put the Seahawks out of them. But it's one game. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't judge it too much. Yeah. Off one game, yeah. but uh, I won't put the Cowboys in there. I don't care. They crushed the Rams. The Rams' defenses, other than Aaron Donald's. Yeah, I. It's garbage. Hey, now I I picked the Rams straight up last weekend, um, and. Well, by the time we got the game time, that, that line was still sticking at six and a half. I saw it up at seven and a half in a couple of markets. And it's one of those things where I was sitting there going, like, they really think that the Rams aren't going to be, like, in this game, huh, more or less. I'm like, that's that's whack. And now, mind you, I, I get that Stafford obviously missed the final, what, 15, 20, 25-ish minutes, right? Um, well, actually probably a little bit less than that because he did come out and try and play with that thumb injury. But they were getting killed. Now. Right. And at, at, at that point, like, it probably did more harm than good with him. I mean, now they've got – I forget who the backup is, but I know they they were thinking about bringing back Walford or whatever the guy's name was. And But, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that they were going to put up a fight. Maybe Dallas, you know, we're, hey, Dallas might be a little bit better than we're giving them credit for, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, when you're in division with, with Philly right now, it's tough to kind of leapfrog them. And, I, I mean, hey, we, we do have that as a matchup this week, right? You know, Philly Philly and Dallas. But, yeah. well, we'll get to that obviously here in a few minutes. But it's just one of those things, right, where you kind of look around the league, right, and you're running with a point like Seattle. Like, Seattle's a really good team. And 
Again, though, like, do they have the firepower to probably hang around with, like, the 49ers? Probably not. Now, maybe to bridge a little bit of conversation here, even though we can kind of get into a couple other things before we outright talk about, right? I mean, Seattle goes out, they get – who was it from the Giants? Was it Franklin at the end or Lawrence? We have Williams? Yeah, Williams, sir. Yeah. Apologies, yeah. And, you know, they, they make a trip with the Giants, try and reinforce their D-line, up, D-line a little bit. Um Obviously not something earth-shattering necessarily. Like, say, Washington, again, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> you know, sending off to Chicago and in San Fran. But, you know, you look around the league, and I was kind of surprised. I mean, Arizona sent Josh Jobs to Minnesota, and we haven't talked about that, but Kirk Cousins done for the year with an Achilles tear. Sucks to see. I mean, one of the, one of the quote-unquote good guys, obviously, but, you know, obviously a really good player nonetheless. And a Vikings team that were, it looked like they were – kind of hitting their stride the past few weeks to be honest they didn't get out of the gate out of the gate great but you know you look at the past really three four weeks for them it's like that that team's a completely different team than the first four games i the nfl trade deadline is obviously not as exciting no no as, it's the least exciting trade deadline but uh yeah yeah <laughs> but um i know kyle murray's coming back and i think he's coming back this week yeah well I don't know if he's coming back because I, the Cardinals have um, have what's his face there that they drafted from from Houston as uh, uh, Clayton Toon as as QB one technically this week. Well, that's it's weird. Th- it's weird though. I because Kyle Murray, if you look fantasy wise, Kyle Murray's also projected points this week. So I, I don't know what the hell the plan is. Well, my point is, is there a right. starting quarterback ever been traded in the middle of a season? Oh, wow. Like, Josh Dobbs is literally starting for the Cardinals, and now he just got traded and he's starting. Yeah, that's a little bike. bit different, though. He wasn't – he isn't – I love Josh Dobbs. He's a cool dude. If you don't know his story, go look it up. Cool, cool dude, right? Uh, but, I mean, he wasn't – he wasn't QB1, though. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean in that sense? That's why you don't really yeah. see – it's like the closest you will see. You won't see uh, – right. I can't even think of it. You won't see uh, – let me try to get a decent example <laughs> – We'll just say this. Well, no, like like you see, won't yeah. see Jalen Hurts get traded. Well, right. Go to a I was gonna say. Game. I was gonna say you won't even see a guy like and again maybe not the best example in the past couple of years, but like Geno Smith yeah. type type deal even right. Like you won't see him get shipped off to a say the Seahawks were struggling. They went to a better right. team to help them right for a playoff push. Right. <laughs> you just don't see them. It's not like going. It's not like going and getting. Kevin Durant. I, I'll date. I was always about to say I'll date myself here, but it's not like you're going out and getting Cliff Lee to make a playoff push in 2009. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah. Hey, I think the Rangers are going to finally do it. We'll get to that in in, in a while, but uh, uh, in a while. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's fast forward. We get through Monday night. Detroit beats the Raiders in yesterday's trade deadline day and Halloween spooky. Halloween spooky. And a bunch of different things kind of came upon each other. We'll, we'll start with the trade deadline itself. Obviously, like you said, right, Nick, NFL trade deadline's not. It's not MLB. Usually get a couple trades, right, but nothing crazy. Like, I think last year was the most of all time with, like, 11. Why is it so early? Something like that. You bring up a good point. And actually, you know, on the Bills Weekly podcast we do here, Jim Sankropi brought up that point as well, is it, it's kind of strange how the deadline for the NFL is – it's always early. It's it is this year. It's halfway, but like years past, it's even trended like earlier than that. Really, 
And oh, it's a good point, right? You know, you, you, a lot of teams, for the most part, don't know where they stand still right now. Yeah. And you, it's funny because you, we have the Bears written off, and somehow the Bears were more or less buyers at the deadline. Like, obviously, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, speaking of the Bears, though, like I said, let, let's dive into it. Really, the main quote-unquote sellers happens to be the Washington Commanders yesterday. Um, so I'll go with your outside perspective on it first before we get to probably me firing everybody. Uh, what was your reaction? I guess we knew the way it sounded. One of Montez Sweat or tra- Chase Young was going to get traded. It turns out both end up getting traded. Um, Montez Sweat to Chicago for a second rounder. Chase Young to San Francisco for what is actually one of their compensatory picks in the third round, which means it's not even going to be a great pick because it's at the tail end of the round. Probably it's going to be at the tail end of the round anyway, but not you know at the end of the round like it will probably be. So, uh, what were you, what was your kind of initial reaction, kind of seeing, frankly, an NFL team sell out for some? And we haven't seen that because, like you said, the deadline isn't like the MLB. We and an NFL team doesn't exactly sell like the the Commanders did yesterday. Shocked, yeah, uh, because I didn't even know this shit, uh, this stuff happened um, when you first said those messages in our group messages, multiple group messages. But uh, and I looked it up, and I was just shocked. I really was. I mean, mm. I thought they were guys they were looking to build around, you know? Yeah, yeah. And especially Chase Young. Like, yeah. He was like the face of the Washington Commanders. He was like, when you think of the Commanders, that's the first guy you think of. And you, now. You don't think of Major Tutty? No. <laughs> and now, when I think of the Washington Commanders, the first thing I think of is you. Wow. <laughs> Not good. Like, a Riverboat Ron. No. We want. <laughs> Not Paddleboat Ron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it just. They were just in the playoffs. The picture, I know. Yeah. Playoff pictures gets crazy sometimes. Yeah. But they were right there in it. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like, yeah, we're not trying this year. And they're looking for the future. I'm sure they're trying to get a quarterback in there. Well, I don't know about that. You like Sam Howell. Sam Howell is, like, all but, like, leading the NFC East in, like, one category. Yeah, the one thing I heard about him, and I've seen it a little bit, I get nervous about is takes a lot he carries the holds on to the ball like that's not on him well that portion kind of is on him but like throw the ball away i i don't disagree there but there's a lot of sacked a lot the the offensive line is bad it's i mean it's just bad (laughs) and chase young wasn't having a great season he's coming off the injury yeah but the send on to the niners just to make them even better like for a third round pick i know it's a you're fighting for your division but Trying to beat the Niners in the NFC. Yeah. And you just help them out, like, tremendously. Send them to, like, the AFC, you know? A lot of teams could use a Chase Young. A lot of – every team could use a Chase Young. Or even the other guy. So what? Montez. Montez is better than Chase. I don't think people fully realize that. Montez sweats the better player of the two. At least they send him to the, the terrible Bears. I mean, at least right. they did that. Yeah. But, yeah, shocked. All right, let's hear about your riverboat, Ron. Paddleboat, Ron. Um – I was fine with trading one of two. I, I get that. They weren't going to be able to pay both of them this offseason. the same hour? Both got traded? No, I think, about, it was, I think it was about an hour and a half, two Who hours. Who got traded first? Montez Sweat, dude. Look, 
I get that they weren't going to be able to pay both. So I was fine with trading one of one or the other. Prefer that they would have kept Montez, to be honest, because obviously the health issues with Chase and everything. Um, but the fact that Chase only netted you what is San Fran's compensatory third rounder, I can't get down with that. And to me, the signals that you are kind of waving the white flag kind of on the year. Um, and we'll see, because we'll get to this portion of it too in a second. But the fact that Ron Rivera and the, a lot of the other coaching staff still are employed right now by the Washington Commanders as it stands right now kind of makes me mad. Because if you're going to just start the rebuild, just rip the Band-Aid off. Do it now. We all know that for the most part, 99% likely, Ron Rivera and that staff is not back next year. And if you're going to start the process, just start it now. Like the Raiders. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, that one might be a bit different. So, yeah. I mean, look, I, it's one of those things for me where, uh, look, <laughs> I know this ownership group is the new ownership group with Washington's would do the right things. Right. I mean, they've already made a couple hires uh, to kind of start that direction anyway. But I mean, just a compensatory third rounder for Chase Young kind of drags me down a little bit. So either way, bring up the Raiders. Talk about that overnight hours. I was asleep. You were asleep. Pretty sure everybody except Adam Schefter apparently was asleep. Uh, and whoever is running the Raiders' social media accounts. Uh, Wait, when did it happen? I didn't. So when I looked at my phone this morning, I got the first push notification on it was like 1.49 a.m. Wow. And well, they're it's kind of post team. Well, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I was I couldn't fall asleep the night before, so I was up when James Harden got traded. But it was one of those things where it was just like, oh, wow, they, they slid this in under the rug pretty quick as best they could. Yeah. Uh, John Ziegler also got fired the GM. Josh McDaniels obviously is the main headline on this because uh, he's the first coach now in NFL history to be fired from his first two coaching jobs within two years of each job. He didn't even make it two full years in Denver. Not going to make it, obviously, two full years with Vegas. He made a playoff appearance in Denver? The first year. With Tebow. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I we'll circle back to the one portion of it, but, um, yeah, I, I want to go back to something you brought up. I don't think the Raiders are necessarily, like, starting the process of a rebuild because, like, I don't think that's in Mark Davis's DNA, to be honest. But, like, we talk about teams with dysfunction, right? And it's a lot of, obviously, like, Cleveland because of the quarterbacks. It's a lot of Washington because of Dan Snyder, the former owner. And we kind of just kind of laugh at Vegas because, well, it's the Raiders being the Raiders. Raiders. But they've gone through 12 head coaches, of various sorts, whether full-time or interim, 12 coaches in 20 seasons. That is nuts. That's crazy. And a lot of them are still on the books getting paid. Like, and I'm not defending McDaniels. He wasn't doing good. He just wasn't. Fireworthy, sure. But not middle of the season, given where this team is, in my opinion. Especially just knowing, and I could be wrong, if they, Nick, if they come out and they actually do a rebuild this offseason, then I'll just put my hand up and say I was wrong on it. 
you know, that's just the way it is. But given what we know about the Raiders and Mark Davis and his dad, Al, before him, I don't think that's what they're doing. I just think they're kind of sick of, again, him. And they'll just get whatever hot name in my mind. Again, hand up if I get this wrong. Let's get whatever hot name comes up. Like, it, I know the Bears are the ones more or less linked to Har- Jim Harbaugh, but if Jim Harbaugh ends up being the Las Vegas Raiders head coach, I wouldn't be like, yeah, that that's about on brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I think when they hired him, I thought it was a step back because I thought the Raiders were finally making some well, strides. And that's the thing, too, not to interrupt, but, like, it's funny that poor Rich by Basicha gets brought back into this, right? Like – him and Derek Carr, two of them. Like, let them go live their best lives and where they are right now. I think I forget where Pasich is, but I, I mean, I the interim guy there from before, yeah, yeah. Like, just let him go live. Let him do his thing. He's he's moved on. <laughs> yeah, they were doing. They were making some really good strides. Pasich got him to the playoffs even that year. And then they go out and get Devontae Adams mm-hmm. the first year of McDaniel's. It's like, oh, why? We know this. We knew he was terrible from his first tenure with Denver, and uh, it sent him back. Sent him back two years, and now they're going to take another year to rebuild. Three years, the Raiders wasted this. Uh It's going to be about three years during Devontae Adams' first three years with the team. They wasted it. And I don't know if Derek Carr's the answer. I know Derek Carr's. We've seen him in New Orleans, but he's good enough. Yeah, and. Jimmy G. I'm not a huge Jimmy G fan. He's all right. Mm-hmm. But now he's now he's getting thrown under the bus for yeah. no reason. <laughs> it's just their defense is dreadful. I mean, Max Crosby Crosby's is a great player, it. but that is really it. Marcus Peters. Yeah, they're, they're just yeah. dreadful. And that doesn't go all. Notre Dame legend Isaac Rochelle. <laughs> that doesn't go all on blame on McDaniels, but McDaniels' track record, track record does not help his case, right. so. It's, it was good. I liked that they did it midseason instead of waiting the whole year to finally do it. Something that everybody would be like, oh, f- there's no surprise there. Yeah. There's no surprise today that no. he got fired. No. So. I think it was just kind of the timing of it, right? It's just like randomly Tuesday in the, under the cover of darkness. Like, okay. It was something That's, after the trade deadline, yeah. too. Not surprising, but, yeah. It was, it's time. Speaking of time, Nick, should we do our picks? Yeah. All right. So, not a great week for me last week. Great week for you, though. Oh, my God. What's the score? So, I went 9-7 and seven last week, which pushes me to 71-51. and 51. Normally, not bad. That's pretty good. Unless I'm dealing with you in 2023, who went 13-3 and three last week. Wow. Oh. Who's a 79-43. and 43. On the year. Nick, any words of encouragement? Uh, so I have 77 wins. How many do you have? 79. Oh, I have 79. Yep, 71 for me. You have eight games on Eight me. game lead, and we were just tied. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't think too much. You're thinking too much in these picks. Am I? <laughs> you know, just throw a couple Ys out there, and, and you'll get it going. Why, Nick? <laughs> I think that's all you got to do. <laughs> All right, well, then uh, let's, let's, get, let's get this started then. You ready? Thursday night football, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, two-and-a-half-point well, favorites. I think I've gotten four games just on Pittsburgh alone this year. Yeah, you have. <laughs> um, but Kenny Pickett, I don't know if he's out. 
He's slight game time decision, but sounds like he's gonna play. And that kid for Tennessee looked pretty good. Yeah. Looked pretty good. I'm gonna take Tennessee in this game. <sighs> I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Oh my god, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> already nine games back. Yeah, now. I... <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you're losing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I know you're not high. I don't know if Will Levis will catch lighting in a bottle two weeks in a row like that. You know what I mean? So all right, move on to Sunday and the return of international football. 9.30 game? 9.30 a.m. in Germany, the German games. Really? Miami at Kansas City. Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Miami at Kansas City. They got a good game. Yeah, they do. Uh, give me the Finns. Dolphins. <sighs> yeah, me and you are going to go, I think, the same there. I'm going Miami as well. Yeah, I just um, not sold on Denver. Uh, yeah, neither City. neither am I. Neither am I. Losing Tyre- Denver is a big Tyreek Hill revenge game. Oh yeah, that's right. Is it first time playing him? I don't know. It's a good question. I think so though, right? Reality. They didn't play last year, right? No. So how about that? All right. The one PM window opens hmm. with Minnesota at, Al- now at Atlanta. Not yet. <laughs> Who? Minnesota at Atlanta. Atlanta four and a half point favorite. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No. Uh, Dobbs playing? <sighs> no, I think uh, the kid from Utah's is it? No, BYU is slated to start. Oh. Yeah. No Justin Jefferson still? As far as I know. Yeah, yeah I guess I'll go Atlanta. I really don't want to take Atlanta. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, what other option? It is at Atlanta, too. Yeah. Everything seems like it's Atlanta. Yeah. I guess I have to take Atlanta. I mean, the worst case scenario is there is, right, they start Ritter, but he gets pulled quick for Heineke, so <laughs> at least you know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, Seattle at Baltimore. Baltimore, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Seattle at Baltimore. Baltimore's a favorite? Mm-hmm. It's a bit tough one. Yeah, Baltimore. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I'm on Baltimore as well. Um I wouldn't be surprised though if Seattle won that game. Gotta be honest, wouldn't be surprised though. <laughs> I think he said that about Seattle uh, one other time too. Probably, probably. Cincy game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Cincy, well, stay in Ohio first and head northeast to Cleveland as the Cardinals visit the Browns. The Browns seven and a half point favorites. Uh, and I think they could win by seven and a half. I'm taking the Browns. As am I. You like the seven and a half? That's actually the biggest line of the week, even. Really? Yep. You like the seven and a half? I'd love for it to come down a half point. So worst case scenario, I get a push. But yeah, I do. Do you like the seven and a half? I do. Okay. I I think Cardinals. I cannot believe they beat the Cowboys, but that is literally all they've really done. Yeah. They've competed, but. Okay. Hey, the Rams at Green Bay. Ooh. Green Bay, a three-point favorite. And I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm taking Green Bay. I'm not. I think the Rams will bounce back. Their defense is not great, but this Green Bay team has got a lot of problems yeah. with the young players. And taking the Rams. Okay. All right. Let's... Puka and Cooper Cup cannot be just this non-existent yeah. for the three weeks in a row. Puka Nakua. Tampa Bay at Houston. Houston, a three-point favorite. Ugh. <laughs> Does Houston bounce back? 
I think not. Man, Houston has had the easiest schedule yeah. I've ever seen. Well, I mean, be that bad as they were last yeah. year. I mean, anything's possible. Tampa yeah, Bay's got a lot of problems. Yeah. I'm going Houston. I'm actually going to go Tampa Bay here. Um, you don't seem confident. I'm not confident either way in either of those teams. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of not confident one way or another, Washington at New England. New England, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Man, these games are awful. Yeah. It's like you got the good teams playing the good teams and the bad teams playing the bad teams. I mean, even then, it's only like there's like one good – well, I guess two like good matchups in that sense. Oh, man. Who are you taking? New England. <laughs> Why, Paul? What faith do I have in the Commanders? You that upset? That's why you're upset. What faith? I'm taking Washington because I think you're gross. <laughs> I think uh, you know a lot. Of, I'm assuming a lot of Commanders fans feel the same way as you do right now. Sure, sure. And uh, I think they're going to go out there and prove to the fans we're not giving up on this season. Okay. We're going to go beat a terrible New England team this week. Appreciate your faith. Has Washington ever gone into New England and won a game? I have no idea. I'm assuming at some point they have, but who knows. All right, last of the 1 o'clock window, Chicago at New Orleans. New Orleans, 7.5 points favored at home. I'll just go ahead and jump here. Taking New Orleans, obviously. I'm not high in New Orleans either, but I will take them in this game. Yeah. All right, first of the 405, Nick, and only of the 405. Whoa. Indianapolis at Carolina. Carolina, 2.5 point dogs at home. Why are they playing at 4 o'clock? I don't know. You're the one clamoring for 4 o'clock East Coast games. I know, but why that one? I don't why know. did we choose this one? I don't make the, I don't make the rules. Indy, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 took, I took Indy as well here. Don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gardner Minshew? <laughs> now, what's the deal here? Yeah. Are, do, do you have your picks already picked out before Sometimes. the show? Sometimes. Or are you picking them on the spot like I am? Uh, sometimes I pick them on the spot. It depends. You know, I have I have the sh- I have the sheet here, right? I have, That's your problem. You're I have the sheet I have to do for to make our picks and everything. You know, I have to make sure I got yours. You're down thinking too much. Whatever. Uh, Four twenty-five. The Giants at the Raiders. The Raiders two and a half point favorites. My God, these games are terrible. <laughs> but I am gonna go. <sighs> Not going with the Giants because oh. here's why. Why? No, hold on. No, 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 no. Why, Nick? <laughs> Here's why. Um, I don't know what the statistic is for this. I don't know. You can go to any sport. The team seems to always win after they fire their head that's coach. That's a good point. Head coach. That's a good point. That's the reason I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. And that's the reason I'm taking the Giants. Reverse logic to your logic. Uh, no, I... If the Giants can't get this game. You don't know if Danny Dines is playing. I'll put it to you this way. I think he is. He is playing. If the, if the Giants can't get this game, you really have to do some, like, looking in the mirror type stuff for them. I got a quote for you. Oh. Daryl Foley's my dad. Oh, right. Yeah. Diehard Giants fan. Yep. Says if they do not win this game this week, he's all for tanking. Okay. Tank he's for- giving up. Who are you tanking for, though? That he does not know. 
that's probably good because I've I have a hot take. Well, not a hot take. I think people are finally coming around. Like I said at the beginning of the year, this quarterback class in this draft, not as good as you thought. <laughs> so People think it's one of the best ever. It's not. <laughs> it's very apparent that it's not. Anyway, uh, Dallas at Philly. Philly, three-point favorites. I'm, I'm taking Philly. I'm not going to overthink this. Not going to get cute for the better team. Taking the Eagles. Eagles. There you go. <laughs> and that is all I will say on that game. Sunday night football, Nick. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Dun, 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 dun. Well, That's you didn't have to do the music like that. Two and a half point, point favorite Cincinnati, Nick. On their home field, Buffalo returns to Cincinnati for the first time since last year. DeMar Hamlin. I know. Is he playing? <laughs> I don't know. What is with this week, man? It's like all terrible games and all good games. Oof. This is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Surprised they didn't put it on Monday night. Well, we'll get to that game in a second. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Bills. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Why? <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Hamlin, his team going back. I don't know if he's going to play, but I'm going to go Bills in this game. Oh, I have some breaking NFL news potentially here. Okay. Josh McDaniels got hired by the Raiders. We'll circle, no, we'll circle back to it in a second after we get this pick in because – wait, did I say who I'm taking? No, I didn't. I'm taking Cincinnati. What about the last game? There's hot right now. Monday Night Football, Chargers at the Jets. Jets are three-point home dog. And I'm taking the home dog in this matchup. I'm being completely honest. I think um, the main issue with the Chargers is they just leave teams in it for way too long. And the Jets are a team on offense, especially, that just kind of get better as the game goes on. So, I'm going to take the Jets. No, Paul. You're wrong. Okay. It's the Chargers. It's going to be the Chargers because the Jets are terrible. Okay. Defense really good. Top-of-the-line defense. Okay. What's his news? Darren Waller could miss weeks. That's it. Hamstring injury. Oh, let me go back. Oh, wait. I have the Raiders. You switching it? I'm sticking, with the, the chance I'm sticking it. with the Giants. Sticking with sticking with the G Men. You're not all for the Darren Waller revenge game. I can't can't be if he misses it anyway, <laughs> right? That's true. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap up the show. Well, no, we actually we're, we're doing all right on time. Kind of can't read today either way. Uh, college football, Nick. Um, it's still going. Let's start here. College football playoff rankings come out. Syracuse favored this week? <laughs> no, well, it depends on what book. <laughs> uh, Georgia number two, Ohio State. Oh, the rankings came out. Yeah, yesterday. For the first time. Yep. Ohio State number one and Georgia number two. A lot of people are upset. And sure, maybe I can understand why. The other polls, Georgia's number one. But you have to remember. College football playoff melds that former BCS process with the human element together, right? I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, people. Georgia isn't exactly as good as they were last year. Still good. Still really good. Still, in my mind, probably the national championship favorite until proven otherwise, even though come across Alabama in that SEC championship game. Don't know about it, but we'll see. Ohio State, albeit... I don't think they're that good either. They're better than Georgia in my mind. They just got more quality wins. Yeah. 
I mean, Ohio State beat Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. They beat Indiana. <laughs> Penn State. <laughs> Penn State, yeah. I mean, in, in most people's eyes, but that looks like a great game. You know, Penn State really showed the truth. Penn State struggled mightily with Indiana this past weekend somehow. Like, that was. They showed their true yeah. colors in that Ohio State game. Yeah. And, well, uh, offensively, defensively, no, but offensively, yeah. But end of the day, that's two wins against a top ten team. Mm -hmm. uh, they, I can see why they put them one. Mm -hmm. Georgia hasn't proved it. They don't go. The BCS doesn't. They don't. Typically, they don't go pa off past seasons. What Georgia's done. No, this, it's not BCS anymore. Computer and people together. Together. But anyway, Georgia hasn't proven it. I mean, was it South Carolina? They struggled with. Yeah. I mean, it's tomatoes to models. So what you want to do, mm -hmm. you know, they're in. They're going to have an interesting game this week against Missouri. Missouri's a good team. They're better than Florida. Like, Georgia dog-walked Florida, for being honest, this past weekend. Florida's always, yeah. But, like, this will be interesting. Like, Georgia's tests here in the SEC are going to be interesting coming into the final month of the regular season here. You know, so I didn't know about because they have Missouri, they have Tennessee still. It, it's going to be interesting. So I didn't know about these rankings. Who else is in the hunt? Well, Michigan's in there. They're three. Yep, and I forgot who was four. That's bad. Gotta be Washington. I believe Washington. Yeah, yeah. Five, six. Eight. Oh no, Washington's six. I think. Might need to circle back. Either way. Florida State. Florida State's four. Four. Apologies to that. Alabama I, five. Yeah. Texas. No, Texas gone. Oklahoma? Washington and, uh, no, Oklahoma because of the loss to Kansas. Yeah, yeah, not there yeah. anymore. But, uh, yeah, I – this is where it comes in. Like, you talk about the quarterback class. Like, USC ain't making it. I, people need to, I think, kind of get that through their brain. Like, USC is going to need to hope that they can even get to the Pac-12 title game at this point, which ain't going to happen. Like – lose to Stanford. No. Well, and I don't think they will. But, like, they should have lost to Cal. Right, and they didn't look good there. Um, obviously, Notre Dame decided to be like, "Hey, like we're actually good. You aren't." Like, and this is something that I don't think people are talking about in the grand scale. I've only heard a couple people actually talk about this, and shout out to the Cover Three podcast actually on this one. But uh, like USC in the Big Ten next year, like they're you're you're playing nine versions of Notre Dame, different versions of Notre Dame. Like, USC next year might go 8-4 if they're lucky. In the, in the Big Ten. Yeah. What's the deal? It's Is crazy. they still having conference divisions in the Big Ten next year? Um, no. Really? I don't think so. No. No, next year they don't. They move to that, like, block scheduling thing like the ACC is doing next year, starting with. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean – and, you know, like I said, Oklahoma lost Kansas this week. That was kind of like the main upset of sorts. I mean, the Michigan thing with the sign stealing is only getting more crazier and deeper. So we'll, we'll probably sideline that for for another week until we finally figure out what Connor Stalling, Stallings, or whatever the hell his name is, deal is there. But, uh, yeah, I – that's why I love college football at this point, right? You never know what storylines can kind of pop up. Some weeks are better than others. You know, like I said, this week, kind of outside the Oklahoma thing, wasn't eye-popping. Texas is in trouble, I think. Uh, 
Now, it sounds like Quinn Ewers might be back sooner than they thought, but uh, it sounds like they aren't going to burn the redshirt of, of Archie Manning, of Arch Manning. Uh, they're all rolling Malik down there the way it sounds. And Where's Arch gone? No, he's with Texas. Where's he going to go? Texas. You don't think he's going to leave? No. Not, not, they're moving to the SEC next year. Uh, and if the number of his NIL deal is correct, if I remember right, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave. <laughs> but is he ever going to so. be the guy there? Yeah, I mean, Quinn Ewers is only there for another year anyway, so. Just, yeah, right out. Why not? Probably, he'll probably get a shot next year, to be honest with you. But they just decided to take the red shirt to, to, to save a year of them. So, I don't know. Um, yep, Syracuse. <laughs> they that played on sucked. Thursday. That sucked. It don't matter. They had a they had a bye week to play the week before. They play on Friday this week. Yeah, they play Boston College in the Dome on Friday night. You gone? Yep. Unfortunately. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I there's a lot of different stuff coming out now about the team and the players and the coaches. I don't know what to make of any of it anymore. Just I I hope for their sake they they win on Friday because if they don't win on Friday. I don't see how they get to a bowl at that point. If you don't beat BC, you probably have no business beating Pitt. You definitely have no business beating Wake Forest at that point either. The record's what? So they're four and four. Four and four. It's on them at this point. They beat Purdue. Yeah, that game isn't as big as it was about a month ago, (laughs) given Purdue's Syracuse basketball is back on Monday, by the way. Everybody's back on Monday, Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Are you ready? Get to preview that next week. Yeah, I'm excited. How about that? I do miss the pre- the, the t- uh, marathon ESPN they used to have. But yeah. yeah. You still kind of get a little bit. A little. Not, not, you don't get the, the 5 a.m. tip off anymore. <laughs> no, so. <laughs> Skipping school. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, now we're. Just dragging along. So I'll make my picks for college here. That's right. How we do? Not great. Two and three last week. Uh, if I if I picked them straight up, I would have been four and one. But you have been under five hundred for a while now. No, no. This is the first time under true five hundred in a while. Twenty five, twenty six and one. I mean, for the week. Oh, in that sense, correct. Yeah, you yeah, keep going and, down. Two and three this week. So uh, two and three last week. Twenty five, twenty six and one overall. So here we go. Game one, returning to the well of Nebraska. They're minus three at Michigan State. Taking the Cornhuskers, Michigan State, on quit watch anyway. Uh, the FAU Owls, hooty hoot, minus one at UAP. I'm taking the Owls. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss minus three. Uh, Middle Tennessee State at New Mexico State. Taking New Mexico State, the Aggies, minus three there. And then we finish out in the Mountain West. Boise State at Fresno State. Taking Fresno State minus three. Faded them last week against a really good UNLV team. Don't fade them this week. Roll that minus three. So, nice. there's that. All right, Nick, before we get out of here, talk a couple minutes on the World Equinox. On the, well, sort of on the World Series. You kind of mentioned it a while ago. Texas Rangers now only one win away from their first World Series. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I've been rooting for Texas in this series. Have you? I feel so bad that they lost that Cardinals series. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then the Gi- oh, is it the Giants next year. Yeah. So I've been feeling for Texas a while now. 
And uh, so I hope they I hope they pull it out. I like to see a couple. I like to see some games this weekend. So maybe they'll root for the Diamondbacks tonight. So game seven action on uh, on Saturday night is what you're saying? Um, when's the last time we had three game sevens in the same playoffs? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Tony Real. Reality. I, I don't have that on the top of my head. Reality. I need Stat Boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, the ratings can't be great. Shut up with that. I mean. I mean, I mean, just uh, the Rangers, Diamondbacks, it just doesn't draw well. And I like to see what they are. But any sport, I bet the ratings keep going down every year. That's just They, they do. I don't want to be the bear of bad news to people who are riding that train, but they've been, hey, going, down. They've been going down across the board. The only one that hasn't technically is, like, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's just its own beast, so. Yeah. But it's just like every year the article comes out. Yeah. Well, they already well, had the game one articles already out. Lowest ratings ever. Yep. Was it lowest rating? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, these are two teams that had really great years that a lot of people probably didn't expect. Maybe sort more so the Rangers because they brought in Bochi. They had a bunch of additions from last year, mid season. So yeah. And they're doing it the opposite. I think to win a World Series is great pitching and timely hitting. They have great hitting and timely pitching, and you wouldn't even know it that these two teams had terrible bullpens mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Last night they were a little shaky, but um, these are two teams that were terrible. They brought in Seawall for the Diamondbacks, and they brought in Chapman for the Rangers. I know Chapman's, you know, definitely over the hill, but mm-hmm. definitely shows signs at times, and and it'd be cool because I went to two baseball games this year. Mm-hmm. One of them was Texas at Cleveland. And I would like to say that I saw the World, about Se- yeah. the World Series champions in the same year. Now, this is first year since, well, it depends how you want to view it. This is the first time in a while I didn't go to a major league game, actually. You still got time? Uh, do you have the money? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I picked Diamondbacks in seven. I still am alive technically for it. So I guess I get to roll with that still. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, not looking great if you're Arizona, but – if there's any positive, you got your two best aces going now the the next two games and kind of go from there. It's the beauty of baseball. You never know. So you have Diamondbacks in seven. You had the Orioles in the World Series. You had the yeah. Brewers in the World Series. Yeah. You had the Devils in the Stanley Cup Finals. No, you had the Devils in the you, Stanley you Cup. Had, you're behind eight games in predicting. You ever thought about being a fortune teller? There's a thing and a reason. If I ever saw you as a fortune teller, we've talked about this. On, it's been a while. Back. It's been a while since we've talked about it on here, but something that you've you were a partial creator of the Russo fade, so <laughs> do with my stuff as you will. I don't care. <laughs> so that will take care of fresh takes for today. Nick, busy day. I know you got uh, you got some volleyball coverage going on later on, but the more important element at hand, the shout out of the week. Who is it? Uh, tomorrow's the day of the dead. Okay, Dia de los Muertos. Uh, daylight savings time is coming up this weekend. Uh, election day. Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. <laughs> well, apparently I don't have Black any, Friday. Apparently I don't have any birthdays coming up. So, um, uh, what do I got going on? Uh, I'll shout out a good one here. Dave Baker will shout out. Okay, he was um, was at the volleyball game yesterday. I guess I could shout out my uncle Tom, John Mealy, 
they were all roughing the volleyball game. They had the whole crew there yesterday at Newark for the Lions girls volleyball game. Five refs seems like a little much. Sectional, you have to have. <laughs> but, Come on now. You had John Mealy on, on the line. You had Tom Marino on the other line. You had Dave Baker behind the podium or at the desk there. So shout out, I'll shout out all three. Tom Marino, John Mealy, Dave Baker. Great job keeping up the great work as the volleyball refs out there. Yeah, shout out. All right. So we appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, we can be found on here on YouTube, right, fingerlakes1.com the major podcasting platforms. Uh, I would also recommend this time of year, make sure you go follow the F1 Sports TikTok for all your awesome hockey highlights. Our man Kyle does a great job with that. And uh, until next Wednesday, enjoy the week, everybody. Talk to you then.